What's up, Pod Fiends? It's your boys, Will Produces and Perk FGC. Uh, another week, another beautiful day to have a Caffeine's cast delivered straight to your ears and your faces. Welcome to twitch.tv slash caffeines. Huge, huge news in the world of Destiny today, so let's just uh, jump right into it. Uh, before we do, however, around this channel, we have a tradition, and that is to cheers or caffeinated drinks. As I said on yes. Twitter, this is a place for hot takes and cold brews. Cheers, my dude. Boing. Mine's in a Boing. regular mug today. Um, a regular mug? All right. I was going to say, oh my god. Also, I'm sorry, we have to call this out. X-Guardian just dropped our first sub ever. I want to take a second. Awesome. Wait, who was the first sub? I was. Get wrecked, Gino. Get absolutely destroyed. I was the first sub, but also shout out to Gino and also Quinn. All right. <laughs> <laughs> the first one that's it was since we've been live. I, I saw it. I saw it pop. I wanted to make a thing about it, but it, fine. It's not a thing about it. Okay. Mm -hmm. All right. And Queen. Okay. I'm leaving the podcast. It's done. Get it's a wrap. Going so, offline. Yes. Uh, so oh, we got a hype train going, guys. This is amazing. Let's go. Uh, we got Let's go. Peter dropping the sub. Um, so as per usual on, on this uh, cast before we go into the things, um, we need to talk about the giveaway. We have um, technically not chosen the winner. I'll explain that in a little bit. So you have time if you're following on uh, on Twitter, if you're following on Twitch, make sure you're following on both. Let us know uh, what your favorite Destiny memory is. That part is kind of just optional. We'd love to hear from you. We're just going to pick someone who's following on, on both platforms. No, I want to um, know. I still want to know. I want to read them. Yes. Uh, we, so we'll feeling. do that at the end of the show. Uh, what are you grinding this week real fast? Uh, real fast, just Reckoner. Uh, with Queen, actually. We're doing Reckoner gear sets. That's literally all I'm doing. I've had so much grinding for raids and stuff. Taking it easy this week. We're doing Reckoner. Cool. Cheers. How about you? Uh, yeah, I am doing all the collectibles and lore books and stuff that I haven't done before, um, which was okay. fun. Going through Braytech.org's uh, interactive maps and just checking off the lists of like Lost Ghosts and uh, Lost um, Dreaming City stuff. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, we need to talk about... The Xbox Games Showcase, where Bungie revealed uh, the Stasis trailer for uh, Beyond Light. Uh, yeah, we have the did. trailer ready for playback here. Do it. Um, and we're going to just step through it and talk about it. So, Perk, you see the program monitor, right? Uh, I don't, but I'm also watching it live, so we're good. I got you. Uh, it's all good. Um, cool. So... Uh, this is the first shot of the trailer. Uh, we see three guardians walking through the snow towards uh, like an ancient uh, antenna dish. There's a dome that we'll see on the very right-hand side of the corner. Um, Kill, what's up, Nighthawk? Thank you for the follow. Um, this is going to play into a lot more of the... Th this is a great establishing shot. Um, you'll see this in an, another upcoming shot uh, of Europa as we go forward. Anything you, need, you want to mention here? Um, no, honestly, just the only thing that I'm going to mention is here is this gives me Destiny 1 vibes, and I feel like that's like my tagline at this point, but it's worth mentioning because I'm just hearkening back to the hype that it was around, like that mystery and that like uncertainty of what was going on. So for me, whenever I see something like this, 
it just gets me hype and that that's all i could really say is big destiny one vibes it reminds uh, me a lot love of, the scene you remember the antenna from the uh that wizard came from the moon mission yes this reminds yes. me of that a lot 100 percent. your level just a little bit down all right moving on next shot so the three guardians we zoom in this is actually below the the plateau you see a tent uh you see three people that the guardians are approaching that's uh, the silhouette looks very similar to Eris, the Exo Stranger, and the Drifter. Yeah. Um, yep. Noticing on the backs of these guys, everyone's got backpacks. They in their do armor. have backpacks. They're they're geared out. And one thing that I'm noticing too is like we've seen like different backpacks and different stuff like on gear in the past, but this looks like this looks more than like it's just gear because the gun is actually hovering on the right side of that guardian. That gun is like that would normally clip through because there is a certain hover height for right. weapons and stuff. So either they're bringing in some like new assets, changing some stuff up on the way that we see our guardians and, and kit them out with gear, um, or there is an actual thing that's going on with the backpacks, which I have a theory about. But continue. Cool. Um, next shot here. Moving forward, uh, this fallen stasis wielder. Yes. Um, we'll see more of this guy in like the, one of the very last shots. But one thing I want to talk about here is uh, it's he's almost as if he's meditating with stasis. But this fallen looks a lot different than the fallen yes. that we see elsewhere in this trailer, and also one hundred percent that we have in the game. He is sort of all in white, which. We do see some other enemies in sort of like an Arctic all-white thing, but this kind Shatter of... Shatter White confirmed. Yeah, well, maybe. Hopefully. That would be awesome. <laughs> um, yo, thank you, Magical Ronin, for the sub. Yo, yo. thanks for the subs. And we got uh, we got Ape in chat as well. Um, so I am I have a suspicion that this is um, Mithrax. I was thinking that too. I also have another suspicion... Um, I was reading some tweets and reading a lot of stuff. Um, I don't know if you want me to get into this now, but I have a distinct theory about why Stasis is ice-themed for this. So well, let let's me know. Do, let's do that in our takeaways. After sure, we sure, get, sure, sure, sure. Yes. Thing. I'm so uh, excited to talk about it. Dope, 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 dope. Cool. So we're stepping through Bungie logo. It's awesome. So this shot here on the left, the extreme left, you see that frozen city that is like straight yep. out of the, the concept art. And on the right, this architecture that's coming out of the ice. And we can't yeah, really tell is. if it's a building that's been like toppled or if it's something jutting out. Um, just the jaggedness of it kind of looks vexy to me, but you know, I, this could be anything. Mm -hmm. I mean, the, the Vex vibes are there, but I know this is a Fallen expansion, so I kind of, as cool as like it would be to see like, what the Vex are doing on like a frozen planet, I'm more interested to see if this is something different, if this is a piece of the lore, like what, what actually is going on with that. So I'm hopeful that it's not just, uh, you know, just a Vex thing. I'm, I'm really hoping it's something like brand new that we haven't yeah. seen yet. Uh, I'm getting big uh, Venus vibes from this. I was going to say Europa, Europa is towing that line. I think Venus is one of my favorite planets in D1 just because the pure mystery, like what's there? What is the vault of glass? How far do the depths go? And we're going to see in the next couple of frames. I mean, you can already see on the surface of Europa, those big, big, big chasms and stuff mm -hmm. and the way that the planet is actually staggered. This already is looking like the most versatile landscape 
that we've seen in destiny so far honestly because um, yeah. even like i guess the most differential terrain has actually been on the moon because the moon has like the surface and then down below uh we'll have, like lots of sprawling chasms and stuff like that maybe even tighten a little bit with the whole uh arcology that was different than the top side um but this map and everything that they have shown so far is just huge 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 vibes that like we're getting some we're getting a a, a location that's kind of exploring more of uh what the engine can handle which i'm excited for hell yeah gonna come at you in like 4k 60 fps on xbox one series x all right so this shot three guardians uh approaching a a pyramid that's just like on top of the ice as if it has like landed um stuff to notice here more pouches like the grenade launcher on the back of the hunter which is on the right you can tell it's the hunter because it has this antenna um (laughs) you're gonna see a lot of that people are talking about this grenade launcher um it has tag for hunters is an antenna (laughs) antenna hunter yes love it um so it's got like a screen on the gun that kind of looks like um like a like a heartbeat sensor from alien but like with a detailed map on it it looks pretty cool um and then you'll see you see sort of like uh the what looks like that the same aesthetic as that weapon that people are speculating is the flamethrower um on the warlocks warlocks back who's wielding a bow the warlocks speaking of backpacks too shout outs to x guardian for those five gifted subs dude that's amazing Dude, Gino is actually Thank you the goaded. So much. Okay, you can be the first real sub. I take <laughs> it back. First, I take the it first back. Canonical sub. <laughs> yep. No first canonical sub. I I was the first. I called him out. I get credit. Gino, for that. first of his name. That's right. Absolutely. All right, moving on. But yes, let's go to the next slide. Because uh, now is when it gets interesting. Yes. So, the fallen catch over Europa. Um, so first thing to notice is in the foreground, you can actually see that same hut where um, Eris, the Drifter, and the Exo Stranger were uh, from that yeah. first shot. Um, I'm assuming that's honestly going to be kind of our check-in point. I have a feeling that the Stranger is going to be a vendor, and that's kind of this this little wall external thing is kind of where we're going to most likely have one of our zone-in points, if I had to guess. Yes. Uh, well, I kind of want it to be Eris so that she has like this Yoda-esque home. Like, <laughs> it makes us eat living in an ice hut. Yeah. Um, oh god, that actually is that's totally doable because she's not in the tower, right? She's not in the tower at all, like she was in the one. No. So I mean, she could be living out could. in the ice. Um, I figured. Well, actually, no, she's on the moon. She's on the moon. I forgot about that. She has that little encampment on uh, our near outside of Archer's Line on the moon. Forgot that about that. That's true. Me too. But uh, so I, she could I just leave. Is, she could. She could. And it looks like there's a tauntaun out front. I mean, I don't know that. what that is. That, that looks like Guardians. Like, that's two Guardians. But nah, then, like, this little bed on the outside, who knows what that is? Um, anyway. I mean, you never ahead. know. Tauntauns. Just saying. I'm down to cut them open. I thought they smelled bad on the outside, you know? Yeah. So, uh, obviously, the big focus of this shot is the catch and the uh, three drop ships underneath it. That's going to be huge. Um, this is the beginning of the fallen presence. We see that same sort uh, antenna dish over here, and then behind it, that that domed uh, city of Europa behind it. Exactly. All right, moving on. So this shot, we are inside uh, inside the catch, or at least some fallen architecture. Um, this uh, first thing to notice is the new fallen clan symbol. Uh, that are on all these banners here people are saying this is like house of darkness 
there could be that that actually ties into my theory. So let's keep let's keep going with that. You tell me when I can unleash my idea on that because I'm I'm really excited. We're gonna for... do big overarching theories at, at the end okay. for sure. Okay. Um, but okay. I do want to talk about these guns uh, because I'm not sure if this is like what this is. It looks like it could be like a drum vet SMG or maybe a scout. Um, yeah, I was gonna say either, but at least we're seeing like a new a new weapon style, which is just all we needed. Just give us something, change it up. And then this quickly goes over to the to this slide more fallen architecture, but it looks really open. It looks like the, like you can kind of see up here in the top, like there's no ceiling, and mm -hmm. the, like the areas below it, it gives me a lot of vibes of um, Eater of Worlds when you're doing the sort of leapfrog puzzle. Yeah, lots of it, it lots of those vibes. It definitely does. Uh, I honestly I love the color that they that they're using in this. It looks very different from any of the other fallen catches and all that other stuff um that's going on right now sean bartley's calling out fallen raid i, see I mean it. that's what the deep zone crypt is right <sighs> but is the deep zone crypt going to be fallen themed or are we going to be going down there <sighs> i have so I many it's like we have to face so many series. what's her what's her butt um, uh aramis yep aramis but what's down there with aramis is the question like what's in the crypts that's where they made the exit what's in the box i have so many all thoughts right. Nice. But yeah, I love this architecture. I love this use of color. It's dramatically different than any other locations that we've seen in Destiny. It has like that Wastelander feel to it. And I mm -hmm. love like the washed out colors, like 100%. So before we move on, let's talk about the gray launcher. You can still see it on the back of the Hunter right there with its little screen. Yep. Um, we are seeing more a lot of drum fed stuff like over here on the, the Titan. Yeah. And it looks to me like a, a rocket launcher that kind of reminds me of like... Um, Arnold and Predator or whatever. Yes. Yeah. 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 Give me that. Cool. It almost seems like on the middle too, you can kind of see that that might be the scout rifle on both oh, yeah. characters. The middle and the left, they have one that looked like it was from last frame. So here we have uh kind of pyramidian esque Vex architecture um in the middle of Europa, which is awesome. We're gonna get more than just the fallen in this expansion. Um it's yeah. I'm just pumped to see what this could possibly be. You're seeing more of these frame, like very basic uh, light frame weapons here. Um, and this very square site that looks like a, like a, like a flattened GoPro almost uh, on yeah. the top of this. Uh, this it could be an AR. It could be. Honestly, I like those because it reminds me of the uh, a lot of the weapon styles that we had back in Prison of Elders that were kind of fallen themes, but were also like basic and sort of seemed like things the fallen would scrap together to kind of get going so it, it looks nice i'm a fan of like clear sites that i can ads well and and still hang out in ads and still kind of get some peripheral yeah my so, my worry for this site is that like those edges are so thick that they're gonna take up a lot of the uh the screen real estate but we'll see they could so here we're just getting a good sort of quick good quick look at um Speaking yeah. of thick frames, Haro Gorgeous with those gifted subs, dude. Hello. Yeah, there's a there is a battle. It's popping for, off right for now. Gifted subs right I now. I love you guys. We just gotta uh, say it. Looks I like appreciate that. After Burn eighty five got one, Ben, dude, you got one. You weren't subbed already. How's this, dude? I exposed. I literally set up the thing last night. I haven't had a minute. You have had more time than anyone else. I haven't <laughs> had a minute. I mean, technically, yes, but also no. All right, so. <laughs> We're looking at this armor. This armor kind of looks stasis themed to me. These sort of like bent over coils. Um, you can get a glimpse of that exotic here in the middle. Um, yeah. 
I love this armor style. We've got like the fuzzy gauntlets on what looks to be a Titan on the right side. Mm -hmm. We have kind of like those uh, like pauldrons and stuff. Like I, I, I love the little kind of like bubbled out things, whether those are like rivets or like bulbs or just ammunition, something. It looks awesome. You got a little, little hip flask, little hydro flasks. So, little hip the Titan is like a disco girl. Yeah, dude, you're you're out in the snow. And you gotta stay. You gotta I, stay hydrated. I was saying that this armor is like you know how Final Fantasy armor has like all of the zippers and belts. Like yes. Stasis armor has just all of the pouches and like bubbles. Like it does. It, it's as if it Nomura was just like, does. all right, here we go. I'm gonna give these bunch of like, guys <laughs> some stuff. It's like a Rob Liefeld inspired pouches on pouches on pouches. Oh, love God. to see it. You'd love to see it. Um, so then here's a, here's a zoomed out view of like the glow. Um, this glow here on the left with the warlock. I've seen this symbol before, but I couldn't place it. Um, it looks like something that was kind of on somewhat of like the Dreambane styled stuff in uh, in the Shadowkeep expansion. I also love all three visors that I'm seeing here with like this kind of like glow like winter esque like vibe to them like they look it looks awesome hell yeah oh look hell at oh he's even the titan in the middle has like little snow feet you see that like the little yo arms. snow boots yo i just noticed that that's amazing i, I love, love it. it i'm oh, all about the titan gear this is dope i, I mean oh, the titan fuzzy collar too yeah you know screw not having a backpack snow boots is the way i don't need a backpack give me them snowshoes give me those tennis rackets on the boots oh so this is him the Titan getting the Hulk fist stasis super and yeah. then slamming it down. And we see the first of the stasis abilities. This looks like um, some sort of super ability where you create a line of uh, either randomized or a pattern uh, of ice barriers just straight in front of you. Uh, and it sort of like rips through um, the enemies. And before, like before we start talking, we'll see more ice created by a grenade uh, as this, disconcerting amount of shanks like this is a lot of shanks that we haven't really seen um but you'll the see the amount of shanks yeah um the it chuckles i'm in danger <laughs> exactly uh this the guardians are able to jump on the stasis uh ice blocks that they are creating which is just fucking incredible like there is no there are no other words like this is brand new elements of the game here it's so sick. Like, I, when they threw that grenade, first of all, I mean, for me as a Titan main, when the Titan slammed down, creating that shockwave out, that is a super that I've been asking for for the striker or one of the subclasses since D1. I was like, I just want to, like, I get that, like, I slam near you, but I'm like, I want to slam far away and <laughs> shoot stuff out on the ground. Like, that's what I want to do. Like, I want to get that going, like, that energy. And then when they threw the grenade, dude, I popped off. I was like, this is like, how many how long is it going to take to find everything because of the sheer possibility of what they can actually like create as like a catwalk to be able to walk on and stuff like that like it's absurd yes yeah, so it, it's so cool i uh i kind of feel bad for our audio listeners because we are just straight up starting and stopping this uh this trailer so if you're listening on we're spotify go, go ahead and check out the youtube vod um before we move on though as uh we were going through um through this Moose brought up this point that like jumping puzzles and like raid yep. mechanics can now force you to use stasis essentially um, by having just stuff out of the way and you got to jump to a stasis like block to move on. Hell yeah. This kind of, hold up. 
This is very similar to Breath of the Wild. The use of the word stasis, ice blocks. Uh, stasis in Breath of the Wild was where we froze the object in time. And yeah. And we, like, applied, like, kinetic, like, energy to it. And then, like, the time started again and, like, the physics were applied to it. That's true. Uh, which was one of my favorite parts of that game. And this is but, also the gun that I said was either an SMG or whatever. So let's find out if I was right. I was yeah, going to say, this one, I don't know if it was the shadow before or what, but, like, I see the rails on the side. This kind of looks, yeah, that, oh, that looks full auto. Um, so Absolutely. here uh, we have the hunter throwing the ice picks at Metal Gear. Um, where is this in my notes? Here we go. Uh, oh, my lord. Speaking of throwing ice on a hunter, Xlock just took the throne again for the gifted subs. Jesus, you guys are insane. You guys are literally insane. That's amazing. That guys, I think like anyone who's ever been on this channel is now sub. For real. For real. For real. Wow. Dude, Lucas insane. is the goat now. Where, where are you at, Gino? Where are you yeah. at? Yeah. Where are you at? <laughs> All right. Anyway, let's keep going. So uh, look at just how wide this um, the explosion is off those mm -hmm. off the rip there. Uh, and then we see the grenade launcher that I was talking about. It's kind of got the same frame as Wendigo, but it's got this cool little like map that is something as if it's like a like a dash cam or like a like something here. Yeah, I do see that. I see some like some terrain on there and stuff. I see like a drum very much in the same style um, that we've seen the drum mags like Wendigo and stuff like that. It still has that kind of canister. Mm -hmm. um, it looks awesome. Also, um, real quick. Are we about to fight three of the bosses from Scourge of the Past? Like yeah, absolutely. And they're also more refined. Like if you look, the guy on the right here, like you can totally see these like missile pods in the back. It's as if uh -huh. they have two servitors as like shoulders. Like uh -huh. I am I'm so excited that. to fight these these that enemies. That seems awesome. Like I'm ready for this boss fight, whatever this is. Looks like, like we, it could be like a strike or, or something. But. We needed more variation, and like this is just perfect for the fallen. Also, right. if you remember. Uh, the concept art that is like the sketches of all the races. Mm -hmm. This looks exactly like what's on there for the fallen. Uh, they had yeah. like, they had mechs. Yeah, they they were. That was the big thing. Uh, I always think back to uh, my buddy who I was just showing the game, Big Tony. He was like, "So are the fallen the purple ones?" And I'm like, "Kind of, <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. kind of the fallen are like the purple ones." Um, but the uh, the thing that I'm seeing is just they're they're really and this this goes back to the first thing I said where it looks like the guns were actually sticking kind of on the back uh like looking like the either the character models were like you know tweaked to make it look better or there's just looks like there's a little bit more freedom that they have with the engine in general just from the visuals and also consider this too like a lot of times for destinies in engine there's a limitation for the amount of like large enemies that they can have like at on screen at the same time and here we see like three of these dudes like together so i uh, just mechanically why is like i'm super excited for for what that's got in store so yeah, oh, yeah. it's it's bananas b-a-n-a-n-a-s b-a-n-a-n-a-s uh so then we're getting on to the encase mechanic so mm -hmm. okay more fallen in white so maybe i'm wrong about that being mithrax but it, it's different aesthetically um a little bit. from mithrax and that like yes they're white but like it's not streamlined it's still like wearing rags and like it's different in enough so we see this guy throw the nade out and then 
slowly let me just go back Ooh, look at that gun yes uh, look at that slowly there. these enemies are frozen encased yeah. in ice and yes the gun uh is more of that aesthetic of um it's cool looking of the like the light frame it kind of reminds you of, like just like rescue gear yeah 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 100 yeah, yeah, uh the sights remind me of in destiny one if you remember this this came during the taken king expansion um hello did i lose perk uh-oh technical difficulties give me one second to see what's going on with perk in the meantime, uh, I was going to read out all these subs here. I'm back. Hey, Perk's back. Cool. Hey, cool. there was a crazy thunderstorm that just rolled in, so if you lose me again, it'll just be another reboot. I'll have to get back in. Apologize. Cool. No worries. Of course, this would happen like when we're on like so much to talk about in a crazy hype stream. But you know, that's just how I do. That's what happens. You know, all of that. Not gonna lie, dude. I um, I don't know. If your camera's working, but we'll oh good, we'll uh we'll fix it live when we oh, get good. to it. We're 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 still in the middle of the the walkthrough. Um, sure, keep going so, with the walkthrough. Yes, we move on to PvP. We see it what the freeze nade for hunters actually looks like, um, as he throws it, and then bam, there's like a wall of ice. That need so yeah. The one thing that correlates too with that is that um, when you look at that ice nade, it's sort of like a lot of these powers look really, really similar to all powers that already exist. Like when you go back to that, that throw from the, um, the stasis hunter where you did, it's basically the blade barrage. It's just in a oh. different subclass yeah. shooting out like a different element. We didn't show that yet. Definitely but seems there's, this... That was, that was in one of the frames that we saw like the early one. Oh, okay. Well, the yes. Um, this wall, I mean, there's a, there's a void, the void wall nade. Uh, that, you know, is the same essential code, but you just build something that comes out of it, right? Just extrude oh, yeah. out of the void wall. And you've got stasis wall. Um, so this hunter... Uh, let me just make sure that the game sound is all the way down. Um, throws a shuriken, hits them twice before they are encased in ice and totally, completely frozen here. Mm -hmm. Let's watch it again. And he, and he reacts on this uh, on Widow's, Widow's court here. I mean, so, yeah, obviously, like, they freaking freeze the Guardians, like, mid-thing. This is arguably, like, that scene for everyone that everybody was like, oh, my lord, we're going to be able to freeze people in Crucible and stuff mm -hmm. like that. Um, and something to notice is that one of them's highlighted red. They are. So yes. that, me that means that there's a, there's some some fuckery here either targeting or Bungie was using kind of like a closed uh, a closed test to sort of see some things around and, and then kind of do it in the closed environment there. But um, for sure, it's, it looks like... Are you away from your microphone, bud? Sorry, I'm trying to get my camera working. Um, <laughs> it looks like there is something where like at least you can either target it or do some some sort of chicanery with it. Um, and my, my original thought is that there's no way that this is going to happen without some sort of like large caveat like large drawback to to like these powers being that absolutely absurd like there's no way there's no way that that would happen mm -hmm. sorry my, my wife has just discovered say what is that i don't know what this is but there's hair on it 
Oh, don't worry about it. Um, Filipino food. So here comes a big thing. A, oh, come on, dude. So we see the staff come out in first person, mm-hmm. uh, which tells me this is probably a melee ability. Yeah. And then it hits it hits an AOE. Titan comes out here in some sort of charge, either a long range finisher because yeah. it kind of looks like he, he's charged, or this is a, this is a melee from Titans as well, like just a Superman punch from long Very range. Very well could be. Yeah, absolutely. Um. So that's huge. Then we see a Hunter getting essentially Phoenix dive. It looks like just interacting with anything that's encased in ice will shatter it, which is pretty dope. much yeah, pretty much. Um, which I'm all about, honestly. I mean, like, it, it seems that that's just, and, and like we'll get to this towards the end. Is just that like there, there's definitely some some room to play around with these abilities, like what what they do, what they mean, how they change the whole dynamic of like everything, like in right. the game. You know what I mean? So uh, Magical Ronin says that, um, correct him if he's wrong, but the Shuriken pull, pulled them out of Super Iron Widow's Court. Let's find out. Yeah, right behind it. So, okay, come on, man. Uh, yeah, they are in Super, and then they both get hit and they get pulled out. Oh, Lord. That, it does suppress. That's wild, oh, dude. Lord. Oh, Lord. Incoming. Incoming hatred even more by me of that in every... <laughs> in every compatible possible way. So we're seeing here in these frames um, the stasis interacting with non-darkness super, so a Nova Bomb blows shit up, um, immediately shatters things. We're seeing Vax on Europa as well. So we are not just um, we're not just getting the Fallen, as we said. Yeah. There's more of the, the stasis staff coming out. Uh, and instantly destroys another. This is what I want to talk about. This dude slides through enemies, and they're just shattered. Like, we'll dude, watch it again. It's, it, it doesn't even matter. It's amazing. Incredible. He right. literally, like, it's it, honestly, it gives me such big, I know everybody's going to hate me for this, but, like, being such a fan of Elder Scrolls, like, this gives me, like, superb Elder Scrolls vibes where I'm just seeing that, and I'm like, holy crap, like, so... Let's talk about this for a second. My thought on this whole thing and the way that this thing works, and this this is a theory. This is totally me like reaching into the darkness to try to figure this out. But if you look at the characters, either what I was saying before is that the classes and stuff are going to have like absurd drawbacks Mm -hmm. to powers that are just this massive, or, or my theory is that there's going to be some sort of relic some sort of thing that you can actually pick up and it will change based on your class. So we see that like was like the warlock or the hunter got like the the staff, like the titan may get something. These might be something that we can use in conjunction with our other supers or various, various, various other things. Like it looks amazing though. Yes, I, I had something sort of prepared for that as well where like we're seeing things that like multiple different melee abilities that maybe you like pick and choose like a pick 10 system for cod yeah it's possible fucking amazing anyway so here on screen uh is the animation for the warlock uh staff stasis staff it looks Um, awesome 
they have this AOE, like, Dragon Age-esque, like... Well, actually, it, it's more like Gandalf, like, you shall not pass! Yeah! Sort of Look at that. Look at that. So, they go straight past being encased and straight into being shattered, which is pretty dope. Yeah. Um, then we see more of the Titan melee, like the charge melee here. Let's, You know what? Let's... I, we're smart here. Playback speed, 0.25. Uh, let's take a look at the, the Warlock. Oh my like, God. It, like, look at that. Yeah, go back and look at that. He's floating. So it's still a roaming super. Yeah, okay. It looks like a roaming. I see that. That is uh, a melee ability, 100%. That AOE. Yeah, look at that. Look at that. Look at that. That is a humongous AOE. That thing echoed into like the that rippled into the back of the room there. So here is the exotic There's that everyone the can lose in their fucking punch. mind about. Ugh. I'm I'm losing it over the Titan just dashing it with a massive like single punch like that. It looks awesome. So yeah, people are calling this uh icebreaker too. Um I just noticed that oh. there's there's little thermoses on the on the warlock armor here. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, you gotta stay warm you gotta stay hydrated you gotta stay warm he's probably got a sandwich in the backpack Dude. like this is not like this is not your regular expedition the you backpack know, going... is a hundred percent just for sandwiches it's just for lunch it's canon like a hundred percent like it has um, to be and i love like the helmet is like it kind of reminds me of like the hayabusa helmet from halo 3 but like in a bonnet <laughs> like the bonnet thing with, like shitty fucking um football pads on the chest like <laughs> yo a hundred percent a hundred percent i think somebody in chat earlier was just like not vibing the warlock gear i like the chest piece that it's like armored but like the helmet is weird it's like so weird i'm all about the weirdness in, in this expansion bring on the weird looking shit uh, i was gonna say, talking like, about it, the gun Here, go ahead it's I was gonna say, like, the, sometimes like war, warlocks are like so 50 50. And I, I've always said this, like, I love, I prefer the look of like the warlocks in D1. Mm -hmm. But to me, like, just the fact that they're willing to take crazy risks with them, I, like, I appreciate so much. I love that all like the warlock exotic helmets, like, look super bizarre and like unique. Like, that's my favorite part about the warlocks. Hell yeah, dude. So the gun, uh, we don't know what this is. We're gonna watch it fire in 0.25 speed here. It could be a grenade launcher. It could be a linear fusion. Okay, we're going back to the gun. We've gone too far. It, it looks like it, it's got like exhaust valves, like all lining it up, but like in a similar pattern that the needler had. And like it kind of looks like you hold it. All, it looks like a super needler, honestly. It's got the tractor cannon vibe for sure. Yeah. Um, so Look at that sword. Me if it was what sword? Go back like a frame. That fallen just like popped up with a sword that looked like it was like some soul caliber oh, shit. Yeah, I gotta get you um this projector because the thing died. One second. Okay, I'm back on camera by the way. If you ever if you want to switch back, yeah, I gotta pop you out. Uh... Apologies, guys. Like an absurdly large storm just rolled through, like in the middle of it. Cool. Now I can't. There we see. go. Sorry, guys, just doing some technical tech tech stuff. Queen's calling out. Literally a massive storm. I saw the wind outside my window and was like, holy perk fail count. I'd love for you guys to have been here when that was going on and I was troubleshooting. <laughs> you can't see winds. You could see the trees. 
All right. So we're going to see the trees. (laughs) Yeah, look at the sword right there. Right there. Look at that. That looks like Soul Calibur. Like, that's amazing. It does. This is more of that vibe that I was saying. But look at what this guy is doing. This is a warlock rift. Yeah. Wow. I didn't notice that. This is, um, like, watch it one more time. And point two five. Enhance. He's using a well, essentially. He's he's using the light. I'm not gonna lie. He's definitely in a well. Look at just That's look insane. at the look at the light coming over his fucking helmet, dude. And the dude. swords look exactly like like a stasis version of the D1 exotic swords. Yeah, they definitely do. Like that secondary crystal thing shooting out there. He looks. It's a big Mister Freeze vibes coming off him. Um, you know who else this could be? Who? Dismantle mines. Yes. No way. You think that's actually Varix? Think about it. He doesn't have four arms. Oh, shit. He doesn't. Whoa. Unless he, like, actually name. doesn't. I don't know. I mean, like, maybe that's, a, like, a souped-up drag, though? Potentially? That's kind of crazy. It's possible. But also, spin foil hat here. This is a good guy. Like, I, I really want to see mean, House of Light stuff. Like, I really, really... <laughs> Yeah, that would be uh, insane. If that, oh, if wait, that's nope, like, there are more arms. Okay, I was gonna say, <laughs> dude, I love Eric's and I miss him. You just like, we kind of missed it because you can see it now. And okay, now okay, okay, okay. All right, all right. So, Crisis yeah. averted. Look, not, it's not, not Varric's, but still, could be House Light. That's what I want to see more than anything. Ugh. Yeah, dude, I would love to see that. I would love to see Varric. I was gonna say, if we saw Varric's return in like three frames of this reveal i was gonna be like sideways because we need a bigger reveal for my dude <laughs> so I, here, is awesome uh we get a, a closer look at the supers uh so there's that slam yeah, the slam the for, staff. The, for the hunter confirmed floaty staff and uh just the titan walking like a badass away from a, like a split open pyramid yeah, that's that's an awesome visual. That's there the he's ice running pick. in. And that's so. Oh, actually, go back a second. Does the Titan have a different exotic there? What's that um, one? This is that looks a little different. Oh, you're right. It does look a little different. Yeah, that one's got like a long kind of focusing beam to it. There's like a cowl over the top, kind of on the handle part. That could be. That could almost be a trace there, rifle. Yeah, it could also be a skin. Could be. It, it actually, could be. no, 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 no. This is not different. This is not different. This is, it's just the lighting. You can't really quite see like the frills in the front okay. of it. It's the same. All right. That's fair. Um, they all look awesome, though. I love this visual. Yes. This is great. Cool. Let me pull up the, the show notes real fast. Um, but, yeah, dude, this is um, – it's been a, a great day for Destiny. Now I'm going to bring us back to our faces. It's Dude, it was, um, it's been an amazing day for Destiny. I, I was watching that like I watched that a bunch when I was when I was uh, having dinner before and I was just like going over it going man like there's a lot of stuff like going on there like there, there's just so much that they added I was I was kind of surprised I was watching the Xbox conference just to see what was going on with Halo mm-hmm. and also just to see like what was going on kind of like with the model that they had for for, for purchasing and stuff. I did not expect to see uh, Destiny being added in its entirety to Game Pass for all of the expansions and all of that other stuff uh, on top of like seeing new stuff for uh, for this expansion. So like that was awesome. I was blown away by that. Um, 
and yeah dude it's it's it's, it was overwhelming with the amount of stuff like we actually had an entirely different set of of notes and stuff that we were going to be talking about on this podcast yeah that we literally just like threw out the window when we when we just like toss them like a toss-em because there was just so much other stuff that was going on so one day we'll talk about uh how we prepared for getting our ray jackets um, yeah did you, did you get yours by the way i, yeah, I actually yeah, it, uh, i have right to ask here. i still have all the, the package all right beautiful it, but, uh, i was gonna say everybody else had been getting there so i wanted to make sure that you got it gotta... i love this one by the way yeah I... the green the green interior with the brown outside is 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 a big vibe it's it's definitely a vibe i'm gonna have to sneeze hell yeah oh oh god it was, it was awesome oh yeah i think i stopped all right it. moving on uh so let's do some takeaways here from the whole thing you have your entire uh spiel you want to go on so i'm gonna let you go here so yeah so hear me out on this and if, if sean is here i kind of like saw his tweet earlier on about how he he was saying that he didn't see like he didn't initially associate ice with the darkness and i agree but let me let me kind of go a little bit further i think this is just going to be one of the actual uses of the darkness i think we're going to see different things come out of stasis i think or or just the darkness in general i think stasis might be the first branch of it but imagine a not even part of the main elemental subclasses imagine just an additional way to spec your character with more abilities that kind of forks off into different paths almost like think of the orb system like in final fantasy 10 how varied it was and how much there was that you can kind um, of get into it was called the sphere grid Sir? Sphere good. Okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, we were talking about how much we love Final Fantasy yeah. earlier. I'm sorry for forgetting the Sphere Grid. But so, you know what I mean? Like imagine imagine just like it's just this is just the first part that we get. And we're starting with this. And our exploration into using the darkness is gonna be something that kind of carries forward into like a lot more stuff. So if you recall back when we talked about the first Beyond Light uh reveal. I asked you a question. I, yes. And it was, it was you and Sean, right? For that, no, that was our first episode. It's been. I think that was our ones. first. That so, was our first. I actually brought this up, <laughs> then, and <laughs> and so you, you didn't answer the question. And I was like, whatever, fuck it, we're gonna go ahead. Um, but right, I was right, like, right. yo, Stasis, like, there's gonna be three elements. There has to be three elements for the darkness. Stasis is one. What do you think the other two would be? If if it's kind of hard to say because i don't know what elemental way that they're doing this they're they're using stasis which they kind of have a perfect cover for because we're going to be exploring europa and we're going to be using like ice and like all of that stuff as like its elements so that just might be the way that like stasis is attuning itself where we're where we're at i guess we also do see stasis being used in the crucible and stuff so it just could just be thematically what they're deciding to release um my thought is that we have electrical energy with arc we have solar for burning um and then we have void for kind of like gravity and kind of like physics bending type of stuff so i'm trying to think like the other thing is like potentially growth um like changing mass in size and different things like that um so that's an element that like maybe we can go i think with earth and heart yeah like i mean it's kind of hard. I feel like you're asking the question because you have an idea. So why don't why don't you hit me with that? I, I we can I've been that. thinking about this. So I think acid, as a like uh, as okay, a like function, corrosive. yeah, as a function of okay. decay. 
So I like to think of the darkness as like um, as a force of entropy. So okay. what better like than it. than something that erodes away? Um, and then also right. like something that has to do um, like some fire analog or like um, I don't know. I'm, I'm spitballing here. I was really that's just, what I was thinking yeah. for for fire. I was I was trying to think about I'm like maybe it could be something that's more like almost like plasma or it's like a liquid fire where it's just so hot um that we're doing it where it just like it just melts stuff well i think maybe um, stasis is uh possible. should be seen as the opposite of, of solar rather than yeah as, that was my thing too is like i don't know how, to what degree they want to continue consider like mm -hmm. stasis as like a, an antithesis to any one of like the elements and stuff like that i guess that sort of begs the question too is i think it just in destiny from a mechanical standpoint like yeah like these are our like three elements kind of like you know you know uh grass you know fire and water for like pokemon right say sort of like that simplified you know um rock paper scissors type thing well I they think don't that really interact in that way going with it. i was gonna say they don't which is perfect in the sense for destiny where you could just bring in new elements and different right. stuff to explore um the corrosion is one thing uh, like like even you kind of like put poison and stuff in there and what's um, the color of the expansion after beyond light uh it's green hmm also, something Hi. to notice. Um, Hive magic. I, I've so pulled up the just that last image again. Look at the uh -huh. so look at the texture because before we had said that this texture was similar to what um, Eris had brought on um, into the rock, but it is actually not. That was texture was like a black sort of you know those like ferroliquids that people put on speakers. Yes. Yes. It, that's what it seemed like. Eris's thing looked entirely different, and I, I kind of want to talk about that because we're going through this whole thing with the darkness. That last little cutscene that we saw, I guess, earlier in like the spring was sort of the last thing that we saw was was from Eris when she touches it, and then her rock kind of glazes over with that sort of like texture. Um, I don't know. Do, what do you think about that? Like, do you think that's her actually getting a hold? of an element or part of the darkness or if she's being controlled used like how do you feel about that because I, I don't don't think, know i don't think it's stasis I, it's definitely her communing with the darkness uh, i just don't okay. know what it is um i think uh so we know that eris's little rock is like an ahamkara bone um right so we like if we look at the lore parallels um we have the ahamkara bones so the uh, the ahamkara themselves like are dragons which are also historically known as worms we have in the books yeah. of sorrow um the father of the three sisters of that were the princesses of the krill that became oryx sabathun and shivu Roth, their dad spoke to a dead worm and then we have uh like the worm gods and we have the thing that showed up behind the exo stranger which we know is not a ghost so these things are companions i think my um my prediction is that those things will be called worms okay so but my like my counter argument to that is the thing that showed up behind the exo stranger it seems technology like it seemed like technology it didn't seem like anything organic like that what, definitely... what are what are ghosts Sparks of life from the Traveler set out to find guardians um, capable of defending the last city. Um, I, that's sort of like we'd have to answer that question for the, the mm -hmm. Traveler because the Traveler is the most like ambiguous piece of the whole thing because the Traveler is like 
magic and technology like together, which is Destiny's whole thing, right? Right. Like magic and tech, like combining into one. Um, but I, I feel like if we're considering them, if we're going for the classification of like worms in terms of like the actual lore, mm -hmm. um, like for for Oryx and like hive lore and stuff like that, how exactly would you work that? Like how would you, how would you implement that or draw the correlation to what the stranger had? Because um, it seems my thought for this is the stranger has something that is just pure technology. Um, because I think for the guardians, the way that the guardians interface with most computers, the traveler systems, I mean, technically the vault. And when we switch gears, that's like we're loading that gear into the into our ghost. And then our ghost is sort of transmatting it. It's almost right. like what's what's in our inventory in the lore is like what's in our ghosts RAM, so mm. to speak, like it's just like a temporary like holding and you're like okay you have this many guns this many pieces of gear like the ghost can kind of switch them for you on the fly but the ghost is our conduit to interacting with stuff our ghost can transcode like vex spires and stuff like when we go into the pyramidian strike when we have to shut down the network uh, we bring out the ghost ghost does its thing we go and we you know kill mobs and stuff while that's going on so to me the way that i'm looking at that for uh the stranger is that her things seem to be a little bit more of kind of what a person who is guardian-esque would need if they didn't have a ghost to do all that stuff with like you probably wouldn't expect them to manually just start typing into like a completely like interfaceless like vex network or anything like that i have right? a question for you yeah do you so my like do you think that when the, tr the exo stranger said i was not forged in light it means that she was forged in darkness like that she is the equivalent of a darkness guardian i don't think so unless you want to go and kind of sweep it with a broad stroke going anything that wasn't forged in light is forged to darkness like you can take that poetic sort of like approach to it going anything not from the traveler is dark meaning any of the races of enemies any of that other stuff like if you're not forged in light you're forged in dark but, like, I feel like that's not necessarily the right thing to do. I mean, for the stranger, it's possible because we pretty much know that the stranger is, like, the exo stranger is, was, is uh, Elsie's sister. Is Elsie. And, or Anna's, is Elsie, sorry, is mm -hmm. Anna's sister. Um, and that's, like, Clovis Bray tech. I guess you'd have to ask the question of, like, where did the Clovis Bray tech, like, originate from? Like, how does that work? Right. Where does so all that stuff like it's, come from? Like, what's, it's clear to me, or and I might be wrong. That so, if, when we look at like the pyramids activating in in that first cutscene, uh, that same sort of organic machinery is what that thing behind the stranger is, which is what makes me think that she is that analog and what that it is an analog to a ghost. Um, I think it's why Luke Smith had to say it isn't a ghost. Um, is because it, it serves the same function as a ghost, but it is just like a, a mirror to what a ghost is, um, and that's why I like I have this theory. Like, okay, so if 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 the darkness is the equal of the light, and it's ancient enemy, and it's it has similar methods of doling out power, it would stand to reason that it does so in three elements, like the light does, and it does so using um, ghost like technology yeah i mean it's possible but i i think do we did we see any other enemies i mean we see that fallen 
using those two swords, right? Mm -hmm. So I guess the question would be, how do the fallen interface with the darkness if there is like a dark ghost, kind of what Elsie was using, right? Well, there was, um, I, if we- I guess you, you have, to, have to tread that. Yeah, so there's the, the shot at the very end. Do I have the trailer still pulled up? Um, I'll, I'll do it uh, in my, my, my window here. Um, but there's a shot uh, during the new light, or sorry, the beyond light reveal of Aramis holding this like pyramid thing and it's, it's part of like the collector's edition that is so reminiscent of um of eris's bo uh, bone that it like makes me want to connect with them let me just pull this up so you can okay. see yeah let me see that because uh... i was gonna say for like for eris like i initially the lore on like her was that that was sort of part of her ghost when when because she was a guardian um whenever she kind of got converted into whatever powers and stuff that she's got that that's kind of what that was so she was kind of clinging onto that rock as sort of like that being the last remnant of who she was like as a guardian so to speak um but uh, we've learned that it is, is technically not like it is technically an amkar bone and i don't know if that's an indication of that's just something that she picked up when she was down there or something that she's just been holding on to, or it was she's had it before she went into the Hellmouth. That is that it, that's confirmed in lore. Okay, yeah. um, I was gonna say Eris participated that. in the Great Hunt. Um, so okay. this this frame here, you can see. Let me actually like roll from here. Aramis is holding this thing. Uh, there's some sort of power. Okay. Yeah, and I mean, then, we also know then, that like, the spider liked to collect ghosts and stuff like that too, right? This shot. There is, okay, that's true. And presumably that's going to be our new cover for a while. Yeah, that for is the, uh, the cover for Beyond Light. For, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I guess, like, the question is, are we assuming that, is that a pyramid on purpose? Do, does all the pyramid stuff break into pyramid-shaped, like pieces is that how they they like deconstruct and do all of that stuff like how... so far um I, I suppose right like if you look at like stuff from the contact um missions like they're they're very triangle heavy yeah and i guess that that's very possible uh i'd like a better look at what eris is because eris does have something that's like her her piece is like longer right so that could be what she's got just kind of corroded over time i mean it's clearly a bone through that but yeah. like it's like hers is not a triangle but um the thing about the these things is like they all have like you ever read the the lore tab where callus tries to like um mimic the oh bearer mine uh yes magics yeah. um a lot of these tap into that sort of um it might not be the same source but it has the same method type of thing Okay. I mean, that's so, so. So you're looking at them as they're, she's using it as sort of like a copycat type of thing. Based uh, on I'm like saying that like created. the uh, like if the Ahamkara and the darkness have like can tap into similar magics, then it stands to reason that like uh, there's like skills carry over <laughs> i don't know how else to say yeah i was gonna say that it kind of like has an enough of a of a, a breath of like power where it, it can be used in, in different ways like that 
Yeah, I mean, that's possible. I think a lot of these answers we're eventually going to have to really just wait and see. And the Hive have used that phrasing as well. They uh, have, yeah. So, yeah. Um, bigger takeaways from this, from specifically Stasis. Yeah. Uh, we saw the Hunter Dive and the Throne Melee. Um, the ramifications for how you build your stasis class I, like we heard luke smith sort of talking about um building your subclass for, uh in going into beyond light is going to be way different than just choosing a branch uh i'm, I'm wondering excited for that reason i'm wondering if that is a choice in melee or if it is like a class ability like phoenix dive is um like i'm wondering how these things work uh for the the stasis subclasses if i had to wager just a guess like this is something that i've been saying right i think there's going to be way more drawbacks using stasis classes and abilities than we've ever seen like before like the the most like drawback that we've looked at is stuff like you can spec into um doing a finisher using up a quarter of your 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 super bar and then guaranteeing like a heavy drop or different things like that um so for, for those uses, it's been like a slight drawback. Mm -hmm. um, and things like back in D1, if you were a striker titan and you wanted to use shoulder charge, that means that you couldn't also use juggernaut, which is the perk that activates is when you're running forward, you get an overshield after a couple of seconds. So you can like kind of charge at somebody you don't have access to the shoulder charge, but you can close the gap more safely with that overshield. We've seen things like in D2 that be switched over to an exotic, my favorite exotic that I get every other day, the Mark 44 standicides, essentially just adds the Juggernaut perk, which is non-existent in the Strikers classes anymore. Um, but it adds that as a feature to it. So the only things that we've really had to deal with over the course of the six years of Destiny is kind of like picking your favorite parts of it. In D1, we had a little bit more freedom to do so. Um, in D2, something like you know, if you want to use the Phoenix Dive, like you were saying, for Warlock, uh, that meant that you were not also going to be using um, the other, uh, the Dodge, right? The Icarus Dodge is on a different right. tree. So that's that's kind of your only real trade-off that you've had going on so far with that. I'd love to see in with Stasis, and this is why kind of like my spitball theory is that I think stasis is going to work alongside our subclasses and not that we're going to be like, okay, everybody set your, set your subclasses for, for uh, stasis is I think that they're going to be used in conjunction to what we have. So I think we're going to take my, like my hot take guess about this is we're going to have a subclass like perfect example is blade barrage that we saw in that trailer. You have blade barrage equipped. You're going to also have stasis. So either we might see another bar or we might see a larger requirement of resources used to switch to a, like a stasis version, meaning like stasis would sort of amplify the subclasses and stuff that would already exist. And it sort of also coincides with my thought that I was talking to uh, Orange, our clanmate earlier about is, yeah, like what if it does like completely just rip the lid off of Crucible and stasis powers are gonna be so absurdly strong how would you kind of bring balance to that? My thought when you see the Warlock holding the staff is what if instead of just stasis being something that you had access to all the time, think of it as a better version of those uh, lances that we had on Mars. The when Valkyrie. uh, The Valkyries. 
I'm thinking about it like what if it was something where we can kind of draw it in from our environment whereas in a PvP map you can just put one on the map and kind of make it like a hey uh, stasis is coming up you got to run for it and see who's going to get it and what powers are that would be now active that would be a huge overhaul of the PvP system though like, but I think it massive. would work I think it would work if it was just in a specific type of PvP cuz you know Bungie's favorite thing to do is to get everybody like worked up over something um and have it really not be that bad when we get down to it think of it as if it was its own game kind of like rift you came into rift in d1 and it was like hey this giant ball of lights there and you have to take it and go do something with it what if i know bless rift in peace I missed, i'm rift in peace for sure dude i missed that i missed that mode what if it was a crucible mode where this is like it was only featured in that mode like you couldn't use stasis outside of it like you can kind of equip your gear to be able to do different things with stasis but you didn't just always have stasis all the time. It was something that you had to kind of go get, so to speak. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like, it's not a thing that just, ha, I'm a guardian and I'm going to sit around and I'm just going to wait until my bubble comes up so that I can do the rest of my activities. Like, stasis actually being something that you've got to go and kind of find and sort of like, they talk about it where it's a lot of like meditation kind of thing. What if you needed to just like find a spot where you charged up your stasis so that maybe your next super had applied stasis or for the next five minutes your grenades when they would cool down had the stasis like ability on them or something like that i'm thinking like super outside the box but i also think we might see something like that that's not as basic as just going okay well we had three subclasses and now there's four and now we just get to like do more stuff with them you know what i mean yeah like i'm trying to i'm trying to think of it in like how much more dynamic they can actually make it I just had a sort of like uh, eureka moment because I'm th- I'm thinking in 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 threes here, which is sort okay. of how the, how we know Bungie loves to work with Destiny. Um, what if we've already seen some of the other elements of the darkness? What if taking is a power of the darkness? Um. And Imagine if there was like an, an exotic that would like take an enemy instead of killing it. I mean, it like we know that Oryx got his powers from the darkness by eating Akka, right? The mm-hmm. one of the worm gods. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, we, when we look at the three like key people in the center of Beyond Light, the Drifter, Exo Stranger, and Eris, they sort of represent what we know of the darkness so far stasis i is like a time slowing like literally you're being frozen uh and i feel like you could assign that to either the drifter or the um the drifter or the exo stranger uh we know the drifter has dealt with the taken in the form of gambit and dealing with darken boats yeah. and yeah. eris has dealt with lit with the worms of the hive by literally having one like uh, that's where their eye comes from right these are all true yeah hmm the, especially for the drifter you kind of i think you might be onto something with them for that uh yeah that's sort of like a big kind of deal right um he like especially when we saw those little cutscenes with mm-hmm. him and um the uh the emissary of the nine right. uh he's like hey by the way surprise like i got a little pocket 
like emote, like go, go gadget, you know, or I choose you taking captain. Uh, and he just kind of like throws him out there. Uh, yeah. I mean, that, I guess, could be something of the darkness. It's kind of funny because he's dealing with with these fallen guardians and the dredgens that like they think they're like representing a true darkness but you here you have someone who has literally gotten rid of the title of dredgen to be the drifter um wielding the actual power of the darkness and this is before he even gets like because we're watching him obtain the anomaly or whatever yeah. that's like attached to a ship from the emissary he has yeah. access to the moats before that yeah, I was gonna say it's it's definitely not something he's always doing his kind of like sleight of hand stuff. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I that's a good point that you bring that up. I didn't really think about that as having those have been things of the darkness. I I think I mean my whole whole philosophy with the darkness is that it's not as bad as we're making it out to be, and it's more or less a choice for what you want to do, right? Um, Unfortunately, the speaker died before we got really we got like one like thanks dad like life lesson from him like in D1 where he's like, you know, the the, the guardian the, the ghosts choose, you know, the chose you so like you're you're a good one like, you know, like you're 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 one of the chosen ones to, to wield the light um, and light doesn't choose everybody. We saw that echoed um, in the Red War campaign when Gaul was trying to get the traveler like, hey, choose me like I caught you in my pokeball um but like that was sort of it like with him like the the traveler was just like i'm yeah. not choosing you like you may have access to me and like me well, also like, oh, he said he spoke oh, for the traveler he didn't say it spoke to him exactly that's mm. that's also true too is i don't know that there is uh, a situation where you can just wield the traveler's light without it sort of just being there and I think the darkness is just there too, because in that cutscene that we saw at the end of the Shadowkeep campaign, it was us. And your ghost felt fuzzy when he was being pulled in, especially during that whole time that we spent on the pyramid ship. Was like, hey, this is weird. Like, I don't know what's going on. Like, almost sort of like a um, in the Empire Strikes Back in Star Wars when Luke goes into the cave, and mm -hmm. Yoda's like, what's in there? Like, you know, he's like, what's in there? And Luke's and Luke's the answer that Yoda gives him is only what you take with you. So he brought in fear and like hatred and stuff like that. So what did he see? He saw Darth Vader in there, right? What if that's how it really works with us in the light and the dark? Like we only see what we bring in, which is this big fear mongering that like everyone at the tower has been doing for the past couple of years going like, we have to fight back the darkness, but like, We've never seen the darkness until right now. So technically, the pyramid ships are the only actual experience with the darkness that we've been given. Um, so I don't, I don't know. It's a good point. It's a good like thing that? to think about. Is you know, does does the uh, the drifter wield the darkness in a form, in a way? Is the darkness maybe even not something that we're going to see in a very like organized like hi? like to introduce myself i'm the darkness like we might not see it in that way as well it might just be in different other ways and stuff that's going on there i am your salvation hello yeah. um so i think to to progress this a little bit and then move on and let everyone down <laughs> um remember what the drifter says at the end of the prophecy dungeon it's about dark and light they're one and the same so whether or not it's about like it is a power of paracausality 
Um, yeah. We have all the symbolism that's showing us that, like, uh, like whether it's us reflecting, uh, being reflected by the darkness literally, or, like, think of who the dredgens are. Yeah. They're guardians. Think of who the warlords were. They were the risen by the traveler, as far as we yeah. know. So, like, being given this power does not make you good. It's very true. It's very true. And there's there's always been a lot of lore of, like, treading the line. And it kind of reminds me a bit back to Callus as well. Um, if you remember some of the lore from the Leviathan and things like that, especially when uh, we're talking to Callus's robots and stuff like that. Uh, in lore, uh, for those of you who don't know, Callus is one of the only people to be amongst the darkness and kind of live to tell about it. Like most other people that started in the solar system kind of just die. Like they don't really get a chance to interact with the darkness and then actually, you know, live to, to talk about it with their peers and stuff. Um, and for the Leviathan raid, when you get teleported in uh, for the, to start the boss fight, you're in a shadow plane of existence uh, where we see this kind of spirit form of Callus' face. He sucks people in. There's the symbols on his heads, and you do the entire mechanics of the boss room. Um, interestingly enough, a lot of Callus' lore talks about, hey, like, Guardians, like, you're pretty strong, and, like, the whole Leviathan is like, hey, check out my stuff. Like, let's see how you deal with this. Let's see how you deal with that, and the menagerie, this, that, and the other thing on the Leviathan. Um, but he's almost appeared as sort of a, a character that wanted to help us, so to speak. He, he didn't necessarily seem like an actual villain, he was just like kind of like, hey, check this out. I got some darkness. You should you should learn how to deal with it. And then like when we beat him, he's like, ah, you guys are always talking about how crazy light and dark is. And he kind of toes the same line as the drifter going, you know, they're pretty similar. Like, and you think that just because you're on the side of light, that's the right side. Um, there's always that kind of thought brought into everything. It's like, are you on the right side as a guardian? Like, what if we're the bad? I've got you the know? power of God and anime on my side. Um, yeah, I mean that's certainly an option. That's uh, certainly an option. One thing I want to talk about is that bringing in stasis as an element, like just mechanically and like not even lore wise, it means that we're going to need to see just a butt ton of new weapons that use stasis um, across yeah. all archetypes. Not just like oh, we need one scout rifle that stasis. We need like a 180 hand cannon, a 110 hand cannon. Like we need like aggressive frame snipers and rapid fire frame snipers, like yeah. across the board. What I can see is like sort of a major undertaking. And like the more I think about like what is needed to make the element actually even compare to the other elements in the game, the more daunting it is, which goes hand in hand with the fact that the game got delayed. But yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's, I guess my question would be, I'm sure there's going to be like stasis shields and there's probably going to be a benefit to having a stasis weapon to like destroy a stasis shield. Or we might see that as something in like a raid where we'll need to kind of deal with much in the same way that we deal with like challenge, you know, challenging champions, uh, whether unstoppable, you know, um, anti-barrier rounds, you know, et cetera, et cetera, overload. Um, are we going to need to break those shields too? Will we see some exotics? I'm almost certain that we will see at least one exotic that does a stasis thing like, hey, we're hitting something and it's freezing it and doing different things like that. So, like, how do you feel about that? Like, what do you think that that's do you think the game needs that mechanically? 
does it does it really need because honestly like aside from like a specific encounter like when i go into uh uh nightfall on higher difficulties where it's like hey it's match game i'm like cool that's like the only time that i really think about elements to be honest with you like mm -hmm. for most casual play like even in a raid or something like that when was the last time that you were asked to actually use an element specifically to to get something done right um didn't happen in leviathan didn't happen in last wish didn't happen in any of the uh raid the, the raid layers um the dungeons didn't need it um you're kind of like the elements have always sort of just been categories uh the same way that the the arden uh, the um armor arden i read garden and i thought armor at the same time as peter though peter's got a good um, point he got me with it garden um, triumphs uh, why derailing the perk train all why? about it Hype i'm train, gone perk now train. you shot me i'm gone but Wounded. uh literally though like outside of categories he's thinking about like like okay like striker titan like okay i know how that class behaves i know what's kind of like part of it is like what other stuff kind of comes along with it right uh arc armor i go okay i want hand cannons and shotgun scavengers for crucible let me use like this gear is good for this let me convert it to arc so that i can kind of do that stuff the elements have really only shown up in very specific uses arguably the uh, anti-barrier overload are more of a challenge to deal with and more versatile than the elements have ever really been like even essentially for raid encounters if you think back to uh the vault of glass one of the hard things that we had to handle was minotaurs um because back in the vault of glass days we didn't really have a ton of gear to really work with when crota came out uh the i think it was called Swordbreaker. Uh, the shotgun from the Crota Raid was a void shotgun. It was a really, really good shotgun. And coincidentally, that ended up being like the go-to weapon for when you had to handle minotaurs. So if you're holding the Vex plates, which is those little circles that you just have to like basically survive in and let the kind of barrier build, uh, you'd have minotaurs that were coming out of the spawn point. So really the only thing that you had to do was just make sure that somebody had a void element to handle the minotaurs. But it didn't really matter because you could throw any void gun on there uh, pretty much every void shield that I've broken in the past two years has been with Recluse and now Gnawing Hunger to a different degree. Like, I kind of don't even think about them that much because I'm like, oh, all right, yeah, void shield, let's switch over to this. Like, the the barriers, the the piercing rounds and the overload and stuff like that has been, to me, in, in my opinion, a much better implementation of actually getting challenging enemies into the mechanics and, like, the loop of the game. So I don't... I For me with Stasis... I look at it in terms of like, it's just cool thematically. And how does its element enhance the game? Like we've seen with the grenades where you're walking up the walls and stuff like that. That is super intriguing to me and it gets me excited. But I never really, like going back with what you're saying about the guns, I never really cared like what element a weapon rolled in, to be honest. Like it's, it's always been a thing, but I don't think it's ever really mattered all that much. Also think about armor rolling in stasis because we have current we have the current split and it's not to say that the bungee couldn't change it but like you have shotguns and bows and light machine heavy machine guns on arc you have smgs and and grenade launchers on void you know and auto rifles on solar how does yeah. that how like the mods for stasis are going to be completely different so like i'm just i'm interested in how that works that's all we, yeah we, we, I, don't, we, I, know, we don't know anything 
I was going to say, I totally agree. Because, I mean, like, the way that I look at it with the armor and stuff like that, uh, like, I get that there was, like, it was kind of a, a chase thing, right? Like, and, and that's kind of going back to my point, is that now that they've let us reroll the armor, I get that. It's a cost, and I get that, okay, you know, for sword and hand cannon and shotgun, that's governed by arc. You know, sniper reserves and grenade launcher reserves, that's void. So you have to kind of commit your armor sets to having that. But do we, does that really add anything like RPG esque to the game? It, it essentially just walls us off from doing certain things. But it's also not. Hmm. I've never felt like, ooh, yes, I have this element. Like I'm going to do this with it. The element I more just think about. I'm like, ooh, cool. This is an Ikelos shotgun. I don't care that it's solar. I just care that it's an Ikelos shotgun. Like because it's good. It's good for those reasons, right? not any reason that has anything attached to its element or anything like that um that's just why i kind of i've never really like cared all that much about the elements uh outside of just their categorization um i like the solar you know hammers are solar you know golden gun is solar flaming swords like thematically it looks cooler than it actually means to the game Mm. itself you know what i mean so that's why like with stasis what would they do? What would they just make it like, oh, like it's stasis armor, so now it rolls with these perks on it or something like that? Like, yeah. Eh, yes. I, I've always felt that like the element is one of the weaker like RPG aspects of the game itself. Like, it doesn't ultimately really make that much of a difference to me, at least. Um, that that's just the way that I look at it. Yeah, I mean, I I don't know if my, how I feel about mods is really tied to the element more than it is just like a barrier to the mods I want to use. Like I have to use pretty much all arc mods on uh, an arc element armor to get all the mods I want this this season. Right, right. So I mean, like that's really it, and that could be classified by anything else. They could have just simply called it something else, and you'd have just been like, "Oh, I'm getting my, you know, uh, run and gun gear or my, you know, heavy gear." You know, they could have called you know void gear heavy, or it's like okay, grenade launchers and snipers and stuff like that, like. Mm-hmm. The, the element that actually is attached to it really doesn't mean like all that much. Right, I, right. I think it's just they're just using the nomenclature of the game to just kind of like add something to it. Cool. That, that's just that's me. That's like a hot take. I just think it's with the way that everything in Destiny is kind of just like all like stacked together to get the picture of what the game is and how it works. I think it's fine. I don't really mind. Um, I kept uh, an inaugural address from back in year one when you can roll the elements and have them like install the mods to make them different. Uh, I kept a different one just so that I could say that I was different, just to, just to be difficult about it. Honestly, how'd that work out for you? You, you find any clutch uses for it? I mean, I use the thing in Crucible all the time. It becomes amazing. I love that thing. But I mean, are you, are you popping supers better than? No, not at all. <laughs> like, absolutely not. The, the no. long run doesn't hasn't mattered that much, huh? It's never mattered. Uh, that, that's kind of the thing for me is that like I think that that's just such a small piece of the game that it ultimately doesn't matter like at all, basically. Yeah, I think so. The final takeaway of this is we gotta like we gotta take a step back. You know, look look at this from like thirty thousand feet. This is all done at the Xbox. Um, what was the name of this thing? Uh, the Xbox Games Showcase, and so the big uh, the big big takeaway is that uh all expansions for destiny are going to be on xbox live game pass or just xbox game pass which means you'll be able to play not only on xbox but also on pc with all of the expansions minus the seasons 
that's yeah kind of kind of a huge deal and has can can play into just the overall like population of the game in I a very positive it way definitely will um i wasn't really planning i mean now that we've kind of our, our entire clan and everything is kind of centered around pc um i do have some friends that play on xbox and i've already been a subscriber of xbox game pass because so i think it's a it's a dope deal but um kind of exciting the fact now that i know that if i you know end up getting an xbox or something like that not only can i have a nice couch version of destiny i won't have to rebuy the game like it's all there it's all good um if you're jumping console generations and maybe you play destiny a little bit at a time maybe you don't like to go insane and grind everything day one you know hour one of a new raid and stuff like that maybe you just want to be like all right hey i'm feeling destiny i can jump into it if you're already on Game Pass, you can just go, hey, I've got everything. I'm not missing out on a single piece of content. As long as I have Game Pass, I can jump in. My characters are there. I can go between platforms, all of that stuff. Um, I think that is massive. And I actually did call it uh, uh, earlier on over the summer. I was like, because there was the talks of like Bungie kind of being a partner with Microsoft again. Um, someone brought up that like maybe they're going to be the ones kind of helping out with the anti-cheat um we know that they're geographically in the same location there is a relationship with them they were there partnered for for launching the halo franchise um and now obviously a big step together is them saying hey like you know we're, we're gonna get our game on game pass and have destiny there um i think that's freaking awesome um and especially the fact that they even mentioned uh, using the azure cloud to stream uh destiny to mobile so we'll see how that works out too i've played on mobile from time to time um, on on, on an iPad, for sure. Um, it's just cool to have. Honestly, sometimes you just want to like grind a thing, and it's just, you know, it's there. You got it. You're doing it. Uh, I'm warping around the screen. Yeah, no, I, I was moving because like you were. Yeah, uh, I know. I had for me. I'm like, I'm. Well, first of all, like, how much does Game Pass cost? Because I saw for a while, like, when I used to do Gears events back in the day, it was like, do get a, a month uh, for a dollar. <laughs> like, first month is a dollar, and then. What? so pretty much you could just keep getting the dollar deal uh if you have it and then don't have it for like a little bit they'll let you do the dollar again um sometimes i see like three months for 15 bucks so it's like five dollars a month um the pc version interestingly enough i think is five dollars a month and then Bro, the what? other like the full version the ultimate version is like 15 a month like, i think that's like it's it's true like rate like i would that. like i would pay five bucks a month for destiny if i didn't own everything Dude, it's pretty worth it, I gotta say. And, like, funnily enough, where this is not sponsored by Microsoft or anything like that, legitimately just appreciating uh, the service. And I kind of do hope for the sake of the uh, other console exclusives that others do uh, do follow suit. Because it's kind of like, we just talk about it, that's like the Netflix of gaming. Like, you have the subscription, as long as you got the sub, you get to watch all the movies. For this, you get to play all the games. And there's none of that streaming crap where you have to, like, send it over your network and then, like, be at the mercy of that, like, you just, you just need to actually it. have it like yep. stored locally on your device and stuff, which is, which is awesome. So, yeah, I mean, I'm just excited awesome. to see how that affects the, uh, the population of the game, dude. Yeah. Not, not much else to say there. So let's yeah, for sure. move on to clan affairs. So we're going to wrap up the show here and then we'll, we'll talk about things. Um, so member of the week, it's our first joint member of the week. It's going to Peter and Jared, the hosts of our Sunday fun day streams. Uh, just for Sunday bringing fun. bringing the, the the community together in like uh, a very fun way, guys. Congratulations on being members of the week. You earned it. You guys really did, and uh, like it's 
it's even hard to 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 pick one of you guys because like with the outpouring of just support and everything has been fantastic but uh you guys killed it with sunday fun day uh i was roped into it last minute to play friday the 13th uh because the game showed up in my inbox <laughs> from jared <laughs> forcing me to be a part of it and we did some uh some tactical recon stealth hiding in a closet missions uh and then i brilliantly lost the game of golf it that i was going to sh for sure win because I was up by like four strokes, and then I just completely choked on the last hole. Yeah, first four strokes, gang for sure. Um, <laughs> uh, you see, I got a, I got out ahead of it so that no one can hold it against me. Because I was so mad when that game was over that Jared literally was waiting for everybody. Because I had him; he was the one that was right behind me on it. I had him, mm -hmm. and he literally waited, and he was just like, "I'm gonna let everybody go." And I was like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah me too." And then at a certain point, I was like, "All right, I got to start getting some shots in." I got started figuring this out. So I was going it, and I went up a bunch of strokes. Jared looks at it once. He sees it. And he just went, dunk, and he got it. And, like, I think one or two shots, and I was furious. But you know what? It's fine because I talked about it first. No one can hold it against me. I'm stronger now. <laughs> the old, uh, if I bully me, they can't bully me. It, it exactly. always works. Yes. Um, if you haven't seen it, guys, it's in the VOD on the channel. Uh, there are clips going up to our various socials. I think we've got one of Moose's Great Escape um that is going around um so yeah uh, and if you guys are are not familiar with our stream schedule it's actually right below us in this if you click schedule i think it might also just be straight up below the stream um coming up uh well first sunday fun days guys uh, if you uh it's every other sunday but we're starting that this sunday so we're, we're sh having a show this sunday taking a week off and then coming back the week after um then Saturdays, uh, working backwards, is me doing uh, me things. I, I was originally going to do Slay Out Saturdays, but uh, I don't want to limit myself to PvP because we've got some much better PvPers. Uh, Monday is Comp with Lucas, a.k.a. Ixlock. Uh, that starts at 9 p.m. Easterns. Tuesday, that's Resets with you, Perk. You want, you it's want... me. We're going to not screw up this time like we did last time. Uh, it's this damn strike. I was furious about it. Uh, and it's miserable. And we're going to, uh, Gino and I are going to jump into it after this podcast. You're going to do the GM? We're, we're not going to do GM. I woke up to a text this morning of Gino being like, I watched the video. I can know how we're going to do it. We're going to get this in. It's going to be done. And I was just like, all right, let's do it. Um, but after watching our friend Iceman today with the GM version, I think we're going to sit that version out. Uh, we missed getting the 100K version for our pinnacles uh, by like 500 points the other day. Uh, so we need That's to kind of go. Demoralizing. It was awful, and I just I hate this strike so much. Uh, even though it's Dreaming City related, and I love everything Dreaming City, uh, but yeah. So that's that is that. And then uh, last but not least, for our stream schedule, definitely not least is uh, Mooseable, Crucible with Moose on Wednesdays at 7 p.m. Uh, Moose is our one of our top PVPers, if not the top PVPer in our client, I'd say. Uh, one of the best players I've played with. Uh, and she tore it up this week. Uh, so check her out Wednesdays at 7. Stormwind Drang. Um, other piece of claim business is that this channel is officially an affiliate channel. You guys have seen all the subs right now. Uh, Peter is the top sub uh, gifted subber at 12, followed by Gino at 11, followed by Lucas at 10. Dude, that's 33. 33 gifted subs in on our first stream as affiliate honestly by that like that's actually nuts like you guys are 
you guys are actually crazy. Honestly, Thanks. I expected better from Gino and Lucas. I'm just saying, like Peter's got you beat, and that's just fucking <laughs> unacceptable. Digital. There we go. <laughs> More from Gino. <laughs> Gino in the lead. He did it. He did it. Good uh, lord, that definitely worked. That is amazing. So, uh, subbing here, uh, we'll we'll make sure that it gets you something special, not just emotes, but but something uh, in the community. We definitely want to foster. Uh, you guys, because uh, without you, we have nothing. And Peter and Gino are now fighting with their wallets. This is amazing. Um, so uh, that is it for the show, guys. We have the um, the giveaway winner. We're going to do a quick end slate and come back for that. We're going to show who won uh, the year of xbox live which is great because now you can pair that with some xbox game pass but uh from us at the podcast we'll be right back with your winner of the giveaway <laughs> 